What is going on, everybody? Jamie Shaw here on the Absolute Basketball Podcast. And today we are bringing you the 2022 North Carolina class to look for. I've uh, been getting tons of calls from college coaches um, about players to look for. Uh, it's almost time to be able to start uh, getting in touch with and all that kind of stuff and getting their, their boards in order. So I wanted to go through on a podcast here. Again, we're not going to do rankings. We do um, – we do them in tiers, in level tiers, and we're not going to go through everybody here, um, but we're going to go through uh, three tiers and then some uh, sleepers to watch out for in the North Carolina 2022 class. Before we get into it, though, want to recognize Memorial Day and all the men and women who serve uh, to protect and those who gave it all uh, for our freedom. Uh, here's to the families of those soldiers as well. God bless them. Thank you very much. Also, uh, with the coronavirus, uh, thank you to all the frontline workers. Uh, seems to be Things opening back up and stuff, so uh, please continue to still do your part uh, in this and staying clean, staying socially distant, um, and being smart about everything. Um, try to get back to normalcy uh, as soon as possible. And before we get into it, ask the normal, would you please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast? If you would rate it five stars, please, and leave a comment below as to what you enjoyed about what you heard here. Uh, thank you guys very much. Again, subscribe, rate five stars, leave a comment on what you uh, what you enjoyed. Uh, but without further ado, here is the 2022 North Carolina class. Thank you guys very much. So as we mentioned before, uh, been getting a lot of calls, a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, talking about uh, the 2022s coming up and all that. Wanted to get dump into the North Carolina class here. Uh, the North Carolina class is looking uh, very complete. Uh, it's got the talent up top. It's got the top 100. It's got the five-star talent up top. Um, and it's got the depth of class too. It's looking like there's a lot of people that are tracking uh, to go to the Division One level um, as well. Um, wanted to jump right into it again. Uh, we're going to do this in tiers. Uh, it's not going to be a ranking. It's not going to be going down one, two, three, four, five. Uh, we're going in tiers. Tier one in the class, we have Jalen Huchifino, Patrick Wessler, and Jaden Bradley. This, again, is in no order. Um, but tier one, we'll go ahead and start with Jaden Bradley. Uh, he's a consensus top 15 player in the country. Uh, some have him as the number one point guard in the country. It's very easy to see why. Uh, he's got a very easy game, very aesthetically uh, pleasing. He makes the game easy for everybody. He's able to touch the paint. Uh, he never gives up on the play, um, you know, keeping his dribble alive and keeping his head up. Um, if it finishes at the rim, he's very crafty there. Um, if it calls for a kick out or a drive, um, got excellent vision, sees the floor, sees where the ball is coming, uh, sees where the help's coming from as well, and always seems to deliver the right pass. It's kind of one of those people that you watch him play in a game and every single play, he makes the right read. Now, he'll have a couple turnovers here and there, the execution uh, side of things, but every single read is seemingly is the right read uh, within the game of basketball. High-level guy, uh, six foot three, goes to Cannon School in uh, Concord, and he's, uh, you know, he's just got all the tools uh, to build upon. Moving on, Jalen Huchifino, uh, he is uh, six foot five, six foot six, point guard, committed to the University of Pittsburgh. He is also a five-star player, Team USA, uh, invitee. Uh, to all the training camps and all that kind of stuff. Um, his, uh, his game is smooth. He's got feel. Um, his, his ability really stepped up and improved throughout the course of this year. Uh, where he started at and where he ended the year at this season playing for Combine uh, in Lincoln to North Carolina uh, was night and day. Uh, he, he had a takeover mode with his ability to take games over. Um, you know, he was able to get downhill. He was able to hit the, the two-dribble pull-up. Um, he was even knocking down jump shots, very comfortable, especially off the bounce. Uh, knocking the jump shot down, uh, and he developed very well in the mid-range. Uh, he's got a, a burst about him um, with pace. You know, 
you look at him in a vacuum, he's not an overly quick person. He's quick enough, but his change of pace really gets him to his spots and where he needs to go on the court. Um, he's able to get you on his hip. He's able to keep you on his hip. Um, and he's got the strength to not get bumped off of his spots, um, all that where, where he's going. Um, he, uh, he just, like I said, he really just took a jump uh, th this past year and, and this top 25 ranking uh, should be one where it sticks and, and, and he's able to sustain that as he continues to grow um, in his game. If he has the same amount of growth um, from this point in time this year to this point in time next year that he had from this point in time last year to this point in time now, um, you know, he will continue to possibly rise up the rankings and all that kind of stuff too. Um, he's, he's, a, he's a true point guard and at six foot six, um, and the strength that he has, um, there's a lot of stuff to like there. And then moving on to Patrick Wessler, uh, the seven-footer, uh, he's a lefty. He just uh, transferred from Butler to Combine, so he and Huchofino will be together. Um, be a pretty interesting pick-and-roll duo there. Uh, Wessler is a strong, uh, he's, he's lengthy, uh, and he's tough. Um, he's still developing core strength, um, still a little bit, you know, gawky, as you would expect a 16-year-old seven-footer to be. Um, but, you know, he averaged 16 points and 10 rebounds last year. Uh, he blocked three, three, three and a half shots per game as a um, sophomore on varsity uh, at Butler High School as the main focal point. Uh, he's got touch out to the three-point line. He's got the ability to put it on the floor for one or two dribbles to get to the basket. He can play with his back to the basket, very comfortable over his right shoulder. Um, he can put it on the floor a little bit to push the break. Um, there's a lot of reminiscence there of Jason Collier uh, from years past. Indiana to Georgia Tech, and then also some Rafe LaFrance talk as well, depending on how he develops. Um, but obviously, that's the ceiling of where he could get to. Um, that's the archetype. That's the, that's the best case scenario. He's going to have to keep working. He's going to have to keep getting stronger, developing his core and all that kind of stuff. But he's developing rapidly. You know, for a 16-year-old seven-footer, very interested to see what he does at Combine this year. Uh, there should be um, – there, there's a lot to like. Um, there's other two guys, Bradley and Huchfino, have – the notoriety, they have the rankings, they have the offers, and in Coach Fino's case, the ACC commitment. Um, Wessler doesn't quite have any of that yet. I think his only offer right now is Elon, but he's got the ceiling, he's got the tools, he's got the upside as he gets seen. That should continue to grow. Moving on here to tier two, we have Deontay Green, DJ Nix, Avion Penner, Jaquanta Harris, Amari Haney, Freddie DeLeon, Daniel Sanford. Let's jump in with Deontay Green, six foot eight, forward from the Price School. Um, very skilled. That, that's kind of the name of his game. His ability to put on the floor, his ability to shoot the ball. Uh, he can create for himself. Uh, he's very good facing up in the half court. He can, he can do it from the wing. Uh, he can possibly do it as a, as a trail big, um, do some stuff in the high post as well. Very versatile with where you can set it up at. And that's very, been very attractive to college coaches um, as they've been able to see um, what he's been able to do. He's picked up tons of offers coming from the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12, et cetera, et cetera. Um, lots, lots of stuff there. Um, but his versatility, his skill, uh, he showed over the summer playing with the CP3 team that he's able to play on the block. He's able to finish uh, with his back to the basket, especially going over his left shoulder. Uh, but with his high school team, he shows that he, he, he's comfortable stepping away from the basket, shooting the three ball off the catch, and creating off the bounce. Uh, you know, he did some stuff from the high post, able to rip through and get downhill. Um, you know, he's a uh, – there's a lot to like there. There's a lot of appeal uh, within his game. Uh, with his size and skill set. Moving on to DJ Nix, he's just a tough grinder. Uh, six foot five from the Cannon School. Um, you know, he's got, he's got a motor. He plays hard, um, especially uh, with the ball in his hands. He's incredibly aggressive uh, looking to score the basketball. Uh, he, he played with Jaden Bradley this year, um, and he was the benefit of those pinpoint Jaden Bradley-type passes um, that he had all throughout the year. And Nix, on his own right, was a bucket. 
did a lot of score on the basketball. Um, you know, his dad played uh, college basketball at Greensboro. Uh, DJ Nix is following in suit. He's got multiple Division One offers already. Uh, and the list should continue to grow um, as he continues to win. He was a state champion last year. He was the lead scorer in the state championship. Uh, he was a leading scorer for the state championship winning team, Cannon. Um, you know, and, and that should continue to go uh, with all of his um, – you know, all of his physical abilities, all of his motor, and all of his uh, confidence that he has in himself. Avion Pinner, uh, six foot seven from Riverside Martin, as a small 1A school uh, out east uh, in Williston, North Carolina. Uh, he's just kind of a guy who gets it done. Uh, he had a 35 and 20 playoff game this year. Uh, he's able to score facing the basket. He's got good length. He's got great skill set uh, and, and a nose for the basketball. He's got a nose for the game. He just understands how to play. He understands where the ball is going to be. He understands how he can go and score the ball as well. Um, you know, he's got a motor. He chases the ball. He goes and gets it. Um, you know, he continues to make play in a very productive manner. No matter how uh, bright the lights are, uh, he's kind of fallen. Uh, you know, he, he's in a smaller area. I'm not saying he's under the radar, but he's stretch of the imagination. You know, he's a top ten player in the state. But, um, you know, he, he, he just goes out and produces. He knows the game. Uh, he knows what he needs to do. And, and there's a world of upside continue to go with him um you know he's a garner road kid so he he, he practices a ton he's in the gym a ton uh you know working with david west and, and those guys over there at, at garner road um doing a great job continue to continue to get better uh he's somebody to keep an eye on um doesn't have the offer sheet yet that the other guys have but that'll come as, as he's seen jaquante harris northwood temple starting point guard for the uh 1a state championship northwood temple team uh right after the state championship game he picked up an lsu offer uh, Jaquante is a is a, is a dog. I mean, he's a he's a very very good defender, very quick twitch. Uh, he's he, he uh, is vertically adept, uh, able to get his elbows above the rim. Um, he stays with you the full full length of court. Great anticipation on defense. Great hands. Uh, he's also very strong, so he can defend in the half court as well as staying with you on the on the full court. Uh, he developed this year his ability to run a team from the point guard position. Uh, in years past, he he'd been more of a downhill aggressive athletic score well this year he developed his ability to kind of run a team get the team into sets while still picking the spots and scoring the basketball uh there's a world of upside here with his uh, athleticism and his knowledge of the game and his feel of the game uh very excited to see what this next year brings for him again starting point guard for the state championship winning northwood temple team this past year picked up the lsu offer shortly thereafter that state championship game um and those type of offers should still be uh, those type of schools should be looking very closely at what he brings. He has that kind of SEC point guard type of feel uh, to his game uh, with the athleticism and the quick twitch ability um, and the defensive acumen. Uh, Mari Haney, he's someone who's just scratching the surface. He played last year for the Moravian prep team, the best team in the state of North Carolina. Um, they won the state championship, uh, uh, the, uh, the state championship this past year by 20 or so uh, at Combine. And he was a key figure in that. Now, he, the starting point guard was uh, Sha Shaquille Moore. Um, and Amari uh, gave them great minutes. Uh, he's very smooth, very fluid. He has feel for the game. And uh, he's also about six foot five now. Uh, with his ability to shoot the ball, with his ability to handle the ball, he's seemingly able to flow within the one and the two positions on the offensive end of the floor. Um, he can get you in his sets. He can break his man down in the half court, and he can knock down jump shots off the catch. There's a lot to like as he continues to get stronger. Uh, he, he's, he's thin right now, but he's only a, you know, a sophomore rising junior 
in high school. So that will come. Uh, he's going with his coach, Antonio Lode, who wants to sound Christian, who should, again, be you know, vying for best team in the state, vying for national rankings and all that. Uh, he will um, team up with Quantas Berry there in the, in, in the backcourt to be a very fluid 6'4", 6'5", lengthy backcourt that has high major schools all over him. Freddie DeLeon is another one from Trinity. Christian down in Fayetteville, six foot five. Uh, he averaged, he was the leading scorer for that Trinity Christian team uh, this past year. I believe they only had one or two losses on the season. Uh, DeLeon is just a tough, hard-nosed, six foot five wing who's wired to score the basketball. He can score it at each level. He can get downhill. He's athletic. Uh, he can shoot the ball off the catch. Now he's got a, 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 it's not a funny release, but he's got a release. It's kind of, kind of a two-handed type of deal where he gets his left-handed thumb in there, but it goes in, especially off the bounce. He's very comfortable shooting the ball off the bounce. He can get into the mid-range, uh, two dribble pull-ups going either way, and he can really finish at the basket. He's both athletic and explosive, and he's also crafty at the rim. Um, he's good in the passing lanes on defense, and he's really good in transition on offense as well. There's not really a ton to not like in what Freddie DeLeon's game has. Um, he should be one who continues to track. At the higher level, Trinity Christian, as you obviously know, has brought Dennis Smith out. Um, Mike Thorne came out of there. Um, tons of other guys, um, Greg Gant, Joey Baker. The list goes on of the guys that Trinity Christian has produced. Freddie DeLeon should be next in line. He, he's a rising junior now. Um, he led the team in scoring last year. He will probably continue to do so again as they continue to, to, to go and, and win a ton of games because they're young. Um, but watch out for him. Watch out for him as he continues to go. He's the second tier. And the last one on the second tier, Daniel Sanford of Vance. He's raw, but he has a ton of stuff to like. He's got a huge, you know, frame. He's already got a college-ready frame. He still needs to continue to work on his core and his lower half. Um, but the length is there. He's six foot seven at Vance High School. He's got about a seven-foot wingspan. And he's got the, the toughness and the motor to guard uh, multiple positions there. As he continues to understand his footwork, as he continues to understand his angles, uh, he will continue to get better and better. Um, as he continues to work on his core and his lower body, he will, he will continue to become more laterally uh, quick. And as he does that, he will hang his hat on his ability to defend multiple positions. Um, as he continues to be able to defend multiple positions, uh, he will become an incredibly valuable type of player, and all the offensive stuff will continue to come. As he continues to uh, you know, hone his offensive skill and figure out what he is on the offensive end of the, of, of the court. Um, you know, he's got some stuff. He's got good hands. He's got touch. Uh, you know, he makes free throws. He's got some stuff on the block. He's got some stuff from 15 feet. As he continues to hone that stuff, if he really works on the defensive end of the floor, um, really works on, on making himself an incredibly valuable multi-position defender, able to slide his feet with wings, able to switch down and guard fours and fives on the block. Um, then his, he will see his value continue to skyrocket. Right now, he's like a ball of clay. Um, there's a ton there. It's just how, how you mold it and how you work with it. Um, but he's a hard worker. The motor is there. and He's already productive. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see what this next year brings for him. This summer would have been huge for him, um, just as it would for all these guys. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what this year brings uh, for him with his development and, and how he continues to grow. But we have him slotted here right now in, in the Tier 2 um, of these guys. Uh, now moving on to Tier 3, uh, we have Eric Wynn, Quish, Christian Reeves, Kenai Briggs, Po'Boy King, Mikhail Pocknett, Asa White, Brandon White, uh, Jamari McDougal, Khalil Marshall, and Anthony Breland. Uh, we'll start up with Eric Wynn, six foot nine post player out of Wilson Prep. He's got great hands. 
He's a big, strong um, body, kind of tractor trailerish body wise. Um, he, uh, you know, he's got hands and he's got touch. He understands what he is. Uh, he knocks down free throws. He can knock down the free throw line type of jump shot. And he's working with Anthony Atkinson over there at Wilson Prep. So he's going to continue to improve and get better. Uh, he's kind of one of those ones that you see right now and you see the, 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 the raw tools and you understand the fact that in two years, this kid's going to be a completely different player. Um, you know, you, you can't help but see what he is right now. Um, you know, the production that he has right now, uh, you know, the, the, the lock to be a double-double every night with four, four or so blocks, three or four blocks, um, and, and you get excited about that. But then you realize the fact that he's working with Anthony Atkinson, who's a great trader and developer of talent, and he's, he's continuing at his own pace, and you realize the fact that he's just now getting game reps, and he's just now getting an understanding of himself and what he is as a player. And there's a ton to like there in the future. There's a ton to like as to what he could end up being. So we're, we're conservatively sliding in, in here to start off with at Tier 3. Moving on to Christian Reeves at Cannon School, kind of in the same mold as uh, Eric Wynn. Uh, you know, Reeves is a 7-footer. He's been known for a while. He's been like 6'9 since the 8th grade. Um, he just transferred over to Cannon School this year and missed a lot of the season with a back injury. Um, so uh, he's got hands. He can really run um, and that. He just needs to get stronger and more confident. But, again, he's a, a seven-foot sophomore, 15, 16 years old. He will grow into his confidence. He will grow into an understanding of his body. But the natural tools are so readily apparent there. He's somebody, again, who we could imagine, you know, jumping up tiers as he continues to get more game reps and, and more, um, you know, in-game type of stuff and understanding and confidence in himself and understanding of his own game and, and where his spots are and, and, and all of that. Kenai Briggs, uh, he's a player who has been known for a while. Six foot three at A.L. Brown High School. Um, he is a strong, left-handed, kind of a bully of a player. Um, he's got the ability to score the ball. He's got the ability to run a team. He can really see the floor. Uh, he gets downhill, he touches the paint, he finishes at the rim, he can finish above the rim. He, um, he, he's shooting the ball a little bit too. Uh, he showed this past year that's kind of been a bugaboo for him for a while. Um, you know, he showed this past year he can knock down the shot, especially off of the dribble. Two dribble pull up going to his left-hand side. He's very comfortable with that shot. He knocked it down multiple times this year. Um, he's most comfortable at, at getting past his man, getting all the way to the basket, finishing at the rim. Um, but there's just a ton to like here with his ability to defend the ball, with his quick hands, his strength, uh, with his ability to touch the paint on the offensive end of the floor, you know, and his ability to just produce. He rebounds. Um, he kind of does all that tough guy stuff that you want uh, your guards to be able to do. Uh, po Boy King is next. He is just a straight-up bucket getter. Um, he played this past year at Word of God, uh, six foot three. Uh, he was with Isaiah Todd this past year. Um, they started him off as kind of relegating him to a corner spot shooter. Um, as the year went on, he, his role continued to progress, and he just turned into a wing scorer, which is his more natural ability. Uh, he's got incredible feel with the ball in his hands. Obviously, he can shoot it off the catch. He can shoot it uh, from three, but he's also able to get to his spots off of two dribble pull-ups, and he knows where to get. Uh, he knows that he, he can knock down that elbow jump shot going left um, off of a bad closeout. He knows that one dribble – uh, get the corner one dribble to the baseline, knock that shot down. He knows his spots on the floor. He knows uh, that he has the feel and the touch and the, and the IQ to be able to get to him. Um, and he's a, a, you know, straight up just scorer. Um, he's, he's reshaping his body. He had a little fluff on it this past year. Again, only a sophomore. At the end of the year, though, it was tightened and toned. 
uh, you know, you can tell that he's really putting in the work uh, to get better, um, and that will continue to show. That he will continue to get better, uh, and it's hard not to recognize the bucket-getting ability. This game is about scoring the basketball. As Bill Russell said, uh, this game is about getting buckets, and Po' Boy King can, can flat-out do that at a high level. Mikhail Pognet, uh, he is more of the unknown players uh, in this. He is a six-foot, six-forward at Ashley High School. Um, he has all the skills and tools in the world. He's still developing his jump shot, but his ability to, to defend, his ability to rebound, his ability to initiate offense, to push the break, uh, his ability to, to find his teammates in the half court, to pass the ball, his ability to uh, create offense off the bounce from the wing. Um, he's just got a full gamut of game and, and production. Um, he can defend multiple positions. He can slide his feet. Uh, he's got incredible length and a very strong frame. Um, you know, and, and, he, and he's got the ability to go for 18 and 10 every single night uh, with four and five assists. He's got incredible vision in the half court. You can, he can initiate your offense, especially here at the high school level, and he does that a lot at Ashley High School. Um, he, can, he can see the floor. Uh, he can also finish. He can put his back to the basket and finish. He can get downhill, break past his man, touch the paint, finish at the rim, um, get to the free throw line. There's a lot of stuff there. I think he's just developing into how good he could be as a basketball player. Um, and with that will come film study. With that will come game experience. And with that will come understanding of his game and what he is as a player. And as he continues to do that, continue expect him to continue to raise. Um, but the production is already there, and that will continue to be there. Uh, tier three continues on with Asa White at Garner. Uh, Garner Magnet School, six foot seven uh, forward. Uh, he's one who's got a world of potential. Uh, he, he's got, still got in, inconsistent production because he's still figuring out what he is, who he is. He's still figuring out his body and it's still growing uh, strength and all that kind of stuff. But it's very easy to see that he has all of that upside there, that he has all of that ability to put on the floor, to shoot the three, um, to get to the basket, to finish in transition, the link. Um, on the defensive end and all that kind of stuff. He's just still putting it all together. Um, but the light is starting to come on. Um, this was going to be a huge summer of production for him. Obviously, we're not able to play. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see uh, how he comes back in this next season and how he continues to progress throughout this next season. Uh, working out, you know, at Garner Road, being a Garner Road kid, being, playing at Garner High School, um, you know he's going to continue to get better. You know he's going to continue to um, play in high-level games and, and do all of that. So um, he's another one who could we could see jumping tiers depending on how his development curve comes. Um, but for right here, right now, we got him firmly in tier three. I'm excited to see how he progresses. Uh, Brandon White, six foot nine out of North Rowan High School, is another one who's just now scratching the surface. Um, he's got straight line athleticism. He's got incredible length, um, and uh, you know he's got kind of a a killer type of mentality to him. Um, you know, he, he's one who still continues to need to understand the game and progress and grow as a player. Um, but the, the upside and, and, you know, just as you look at him as a six foot nine sophomore in high school, uh, there's going to be some holes there. There's going to be some continued growth and stuff needed. But seeing what he's able to do, his, his natural athleticism, his natural timing, um, you know, his natural length and frame that he could still be growing. Um, it, it's clear and easy to see how, you know, how well he runs the floor. Um, it's clear and easy to see um, that there's a, there's a ton there. And it'll be interesting to see how he progresses, how hard he works, uh, how much he takes into account, uh, you know, in progressing and working hard. Um, will he be held accountable? Will he, uh, you know, 
be taught proper moves and footwork and um, all that type of stuff. We'll see. But the natural gifts are, are absolutely there. Very excited to see. Uh, he was another one that this summer could have been huge for. Uh, but very excited to see what this next season brings uh, for him. Six foot nine at North Carolina High School, Brandon White. Jamori McDougall at Trinity uh, Christian, another one down in Fayetteville, uh, North Carolina. Six foot point guard. Um, his vision is the thing that really pops off the page with him. Now, he can score the ball. Uh, he can shoot the three. He can, he, he can play fast, get up and down the floor and stuff. But his ability to create angles, his ability to create passes um, and, and, and get his teammates open and stuff is, is, is awesome. Uh, you know, it's what really pops off the page at you when you first watch his, him play. Um, even playing full, you know, full tilt, going up and down the floor. Uh, he'll see a play ahead of time. He'll make a move. He'll get into the, the middle of the paint and be able to create a lane uh, to, 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 to get the guy open uh, for the easy shot. It's, uh, it's very fun to watch. Um, and something that a lot of times can get kind of lost in translation when watching him play. Uh, but, you know, his team had one or two losses this year, teaming up with Freddie DeLeon and Cam Oates uh, down there at Trinity Christian, Rob Wright. Um, you know, they had Todd Burt, Trayvon Jackson, the list goes on. Great team. I think they had only two losses this year. It was Jamari McDougald uh, was the point guard. He was kind of the maestro. He was kind of the one that got everything going for him. Um, his vision, again, like I said, is really what, really what shows – um, you know, but he also has the ability to score the ball. He can really shoot the ball. He can shoot it off the bounce and off the catch. Uh, he can play off the ball, too, if, if need be. Um, but he's so good on the ball. I don't know why you would do that. Um, a lot to like there. It's going to be interesting to see how, that, how good that Trinity team is again. Um, you know, they lose Todd Berger and Trayvon Jackson, but they also return uh, the core of their youth uh, with Jamori and, and Cam Oates and Freddie DeLeon and Day Day and um, Rob Wright's going to be a senior. So it'll be interesting to see how good this Trinity Christian team is again next year. They should be really good. And it will be, again, ran by Jamari McDougald. And, and uh, you know, he should take a huge step, another huge step moving forward. I mean, Khalil Marshall, Word of God point guard, teamed up with Poe Boy King. That'd be that backcourt for that Word of God team. Khalil, no, uh, no light is too bright. No stage uh, is too big for him. He, he plays with a calm, cool demeanor. Shoots the ball very well. Uh, doesn't turn the ball over. Takes care of possessions. Uh, he can touch the paint. Uh, he's, just a, he's just a good overall point guard. He's just a smooth, good point guard. There's no flash to his game. There's no frills to his game. Uh, there's no doing too much or doing too little. Uh, never gets too high, never gets too low. He's just always in the moment making winning plays. And that's what you want from a point guard, a guy who takes care of the basketball, a guy who makes a shot. Um, and a guy who doesn't, you know, shoot you out or, or turn over you out of a basketball game. And that's what Khalil Marshall is, just a, just a point guard who makes winning plays. And he continues to do that. He did that for the Water God team this year as a sophomore starting against the big national schedule that they played. Um, you know, didn't bat an eye at it. And then Anthony Breland with Maiden High School, um, he is a bucket getter. He, he's, a, uh, he's a scorer of the basketball. He can shoot it. He can get to his spots. Uh, one and two dribble pull-ups. He can play a little bit on the ball, too, as a secondary ball handler. Um, but his main thing is scoring the basketball, and he can really do that at a high rate. Very eager to see what happens with him at Maiden this year. Um, you know, there could be some possibilities of some big games. We'll see what happens. Anthony Breland scored the ball, and that's Tier 3 uh, for him. And now, so that was Tier 1, Tier 2, and Tier 3. And here are some sleepers within the class to look out for. Not going to go as in-depth with each of these guys. 
as we did with tiers one, tier two, and tier three. Um, but we'll mention them and go in a little bit of who they are. Mike Zanoni, six foot five. Uh, he's just transferred to Greensboro Day School. He averaged 16, to, between 16 and 17 a game, shooting 45% from three last year at Providence Day. Moving up to the Greensboro Day School, kid's a scorer, kid's a shooter. He can really shoot the ball. He, you know, put him up, spot him up at the corner. If he catches it and gets it off, there's a pretty good chance he's going to be going in. As he continues to develop his ball skills, as he develops his ground game and his ability to defend, um, eager to see how that happens at Greensboro Day School, but he's one to watch out for. Donovan Atwell uh, just transferred to Davidson Day, six foot five. He might be the best shooter in the state of North Carolina. If not, he's, one, he's in the conversation of the best shooters in North Carolina. He really uh, shoots the ball. Uh, at a high clip, especially off the catch. Uh, he's got great length, and he's got uh, some athleticism too. He's the type of one as well, as if he continues to develop his ball skills, his lateral quickness, if he can get a little bit of a middle game, uh, his game could take a whole new leap forward. Um, but it'll be very interesting to see how he continues to develop with uh, Ron Johnson over at Davidson Day School. And then uh, Mike Best at Wayne Country Day. He's an athletic and explosive six-foot-one point guard. He led his team to the state championship game this year um, to play. He, um, he can shoot the ball. He can handle the ball. He can get to his spots. He's compact. He's athletic. He can defend. Um, you know, he's comfortable scoring the ball, playing the lead, or he's also comfortable um, distributing at, at the two as well at six foot one. Uh, Jaquan Moore, six foot six at Pender. Uh, he, he's, he's raw with his, with his game, but he's got tons of natural tools. Um, he can shoot the ball a little bit. He's very athletic. He's got great defensive timing. Um, it'll be interesting to see he played with Jawan Carr this past year. It'll be interesting to see how he moves into the role of being the man, how he's developed his game and all that kind of stuff. Evan Smith, six foot three at Arjun Kell. Um, he's, he's a very good defender. And that's really what pops off the page of him is ability to defend the ball, uh, moves feet, slide with his guy. Um, but he can also, you know, run the point. He's got, he's got vision. He's got ball skills. Uh, he can score it a little bit too. Um, a lot to like there, but his defense is what really leads, leads the charge as, as his offensive game. Obviously, he shared the backcourt last year with Luke Stankavage and other guys, too. Um, as he moves into the role of being the man here, it'll be interesting to see how he develops and how he takes that on. Um, Nolan Hodge, six foot six guard out of Northern Guilford. Uh, Hodge has incredible size. Um, he will play a lot of point guard here. Um, and that's kind of the thing that really, really intrigues is his size um, at, and his point guard skills. Uh, not sure. Um, what he will end up being at the next level. Um, you know, he's still developing his body and frame. Um, you know, his dad played college basketball. His brother plays college basketball. So uh, basketball kind of runs in his family. Um, but he's got incredible IQ and feel for the game at six foot six. Um, his strength and athleticism will be what determines how high he gets. And he could be somebody that we easily see jumping into these tiers, uh, tier two, tier three and stuff as the season goes, as he continues to develop his body. Uh, C.J. Collins, six foot nine, out of West Craven uh, High School. Um, he's got huge feet, long arms. He covers a ton of ground. Uh, he's got hands. He's got defensive instincts. He's got all the stuff you want a young big man to have. He's also got the look that he might still be growing as well. Don't I hate saying it looks like he's still growing and all that kind of stuff because I don't want to sit there and you know put a, put a ceiling on a player with how big he gets and all that kind of stuff. But if he continues to grow as it looks like he may, um, C.J. Collins could be somebody who. Um, really, really, really takes off uh, and moves vast quickly up these tiers of prospects and everything. Um, he's already a very good rebounder, a very good rim protector, a very good defender. Uh, and he finishes well around the basket too. 
this was going to be a, another one. This was going to be a big summer for him. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he develops between his sophomore and junior seasons, if he could develop as more of a go-to player on the block um, and all that. Um, you know, expect, expect more stuff from him. Nick Graves, six foot one at Durham Academy. He was the catalyst for this Durham Academy team that made it to the state final four uh, this year. Uh, incredible vision. He's got incredible handle, his ability to get to his spots on the floor. Uh, he's got a very kind of smooth but flashy game to him. Uh, he's, as, as we said before, a tight handle. Uh, doesn't really turn the ball over much. Really makes the right play, the right reads. Uh, pass first type of guy, but he can also really shoot the ball and he can score the well. He can shoot the ball and he can score the ball, get downhill. He's quick. Uh, he's left-handed as well. Uh, as he continues to tighten up the jump shot, as he continues to, uh, you know, go both ways, you know, utilize that right hand a little bit more, his vision is absolutely next level. Um, and his handle is very, um, you know, very flashy, very tight um, as well. Uh, this could be a huge year for him. Uh, and then Cade Tyson, uh, six foot five. Uh, Carmel uh, Christian School, you know, his dad played in college. His brother is at Clemson. Um, Cade, uh, he's got – he was at Piedmont High School last year. Um, he had multiple 30-point games. He averaged over 20 a game. Um, he can really shoot the ball. You know, his brother, Hunter, had a feel for the game, put it on the floor and all that kind of stuff. But he was a little bit of a late, later developer as well. Um, Cade, uh, you know, has, has those tools. He has that, 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 that thing about him. Um, now, the jump that Hunter took between his sophomore and junior seasons was big. And then, again, his junior and senior seasons, again, was very big. So I'm eager to see if Cade will take those same type of leaps that Hunter took between his, junior, his sophomore and junior season and then, again, junior and senior. But he transferred over to Carmel Christian, um, who will get coached by Joe Badgett, who, who loves shooters. Uh, Cade is that. And uh, it'll be interesting to see the type of leap that Cade takes. He's somebody who could slide into uh, these tiers as well of players. Now, keep in mind, a lot of these, uh, we did not take into account guys who reclassified, um, who have transferred schools this summer and, and announced reclassifications. So we didn't rank or we didn't put any of those guys out. We didn't talk about any of those guys. Obviously, some of those guys, um, as they enter school and start playing, will enter these tiers um, and do all that. But for the, for, for, for the purposes of this, we did not uh, account for those guys the reclassified guys. Um, but love to hear from you. Uh, love to hear, uh, love to hear your thoughts. Love to hear what you enjoyed about the, uh, about the podcast. Please leave in the comments below again, subscribe, please. We are bringing podcasts out six days a week. Um, so make sure that you subscribe so that you get uh, to listen to all of those. Um, and then, uh, Make sure, please, that you rate us five stars. Um, that really helps us in the rankings. That really helps us to get to more people. And, and as we get to more people, the more content we're able to bring, the more information we're able to bring. Uh, you know, we not sure if we're going to be able to have a, um, a summer. We're not sure if we're going to be able to have uh, AAU season uh, this year. So a lot of these kids are really falling by the wayside. A lot of these kids are, are missing opportunities. So we're trying to do our part here for our, for our viewer area. Um, you know, last week we did the 2021 South Carolina class. This week we did the 2022 North Carolina class. We really want a lot of these kids to still have their names circulating, um, to still have college coaches know who they are, and especially with the 2022 class just now starting uh, here in the near future to be able to contact and buy college coaches and stuff, and they're starting to formulate their boards. Uh, we don't want not having a college or a, uh, a viewing period during the AAU season to deter them from being seen 
and being heard from and all that. So um, please, guys, if you could, make sure that this is, you know, retweeted and spread out. We want all the college coaches to be able to hear these names. Again, um, this, is, this isn't a ranking. We, we tier the players. We don't want to rank them one, two, three, four, five. We want, we want to put them in tiers um, of talent level and all that kind of stuff. And for the college coaches, this is just a list of names. These are names. This is a list of names. Okay, I need to contact some kids. Um, so make sure uh, that that gets into circulation and everything. We want we want uh, to do as much as we can for our viewership area, um, you know, and kids. And, and as I said before, tons of college coaches are already calling and asking, trying to get their stuff together. So uh, this was just kind of a shout out for them. Um, but thank you guys very much for tuning in. Uh, please again, be sure that you go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars. And then uh, leave in the comments what you liked. That would be great. But until next time, I am Jamie Shaw on the Absolute Basketball Podcast. Thank you guys very much.